Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Now, you can be motivated by their success. Just don't try to copy it because their stories can offer direction. But you are the person that needs to put forth the planning and the proper effort. My next guest knows a lot about planning and a lot about putting forth effort. My next guest is multi-Grammy award-winning producer Jermaine Dupree. With over 400 million records sold to date, Dupree, a member of the Songwriters Hall of Fame, is one of the most successful producers in the music industry. He is currently in the studio with Justin Timberlake and my man, Anthony Hamilton, working on their next project. In addition to his many TV ventures, Jermaine was one of the first hip-hop DJs to hold a five-year residency at the Wynn Casino in Las Vegas. That's a bad hotel, Las Vegas. We have a lot to talk about, including Jermaine's being a vegan for 15 years and his partnership with the plant-based lifestyle platform, The Beat. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, the founder of So So Deaf Recordings and Management, Jermaine Dupree. Yo, yo. Thank uh, you for that great interview. <laughs> hey Jermaine, here's the sad part about it. I left out a lot. I left out a lot. Nah, that's, that was an amazing intro. Thank you. I might hey, steal that and send it to somebody else. I do the next interview. It is Jermaine. <laughs> I follow you around. I follow you around. Y'all a little band, a little a little band follow you around, man. But you all deserve right, it, brother. Right, right. You deserve it, man. When I think about the music and the impact and the people you've impacted over years and and being a cornerstone for the Atlanta music, just 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 can you surmise? Did, what you expected when you got in it and where you standing right now in your career? Um, I mean, I, I, I didn't expect a lot to happen. Um, yes, sir. I expected, I, I really just expected to exist, you know? Mm -hmm. um, um, and, and I, that's all I really wanted to do was just exist and be in it. And um, just like any other young kid or whatever, that you just want to be in it. You want to be um, all in it, by the way. Um, right. <laughs> um, and um, I think one thing led to the next that like just put me in a position where I saw right. the front of the line. I saw the front of the line being something that uh, uh, attainable. Right. Right. The, the front of the line is attainable once I got in. And I'm like, if you put this much more work into it, you could get to the front of the line or you could get in the conversation with the people that's in the front of the line. And that's, 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 that's what became my goal once I got in the game. And when you are, you're definitely in the game and le a leader in the game. When I, when I talk about, this has been an amazing year for us emotionally, physically, especially with COVID-19, emotionally dealing with COVID-19. And then you in the music business and you see what happened to George Floyd. That emotion, where were you at emotionally with that whole aspect? And was that a responsibility to try to put something out there in the music world that can basically uh, say how you feel or how America feels at that point? Or feeling right yeah, now? Yeah, I, mean, I think the key word that you use is responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, I looked at both the situation as a responsibility from um, the Black community as well as the music community, as well as 
um, every other community that's out there. I feel like we as people, we have to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it struck me in that, and in, 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 that's the core that it actually struck. What's, what responsibility am I going to take in this? Right. Um, and it took me a minute to really figure it out. Like, should I say something? Do I want to be political? Do I want people to even think that I have, I have, I stayed away from that in my career. Right. Um, and um, because, because I felt like I wanted you to always believe that I was just in the middle mm-hmm. of, you know, politics, as you see now, it's got people where people find out who you voting for and they don't even like you no more. And it's Absolutely. like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be in that space, but mm-hmm. that's where I've always felt the energy. So I, I always kind of like, I kept my comments politically to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a voting a person long as I've been voting long as I could vote, but I never was open, openly about what was going on. And this, this put me in a position where I felt like, um, if I have made it to the front of that line that I right. was talking about prior, mm-hmm. and if I am one of these people that are in the conversation with the people at the front of the line, um, the people that I look up to that's at the front of the line in their past, they have done things that soundtrack a time like this that we was going through. Mm-hmm. And I looked at myself and I looked at my other peers, Jante, Brian Cox, mm-hmm. uh, people around me. And I was just like, we, we are not acting like people at the front of the line. We acting like guys that's in the back of the line, right. still looking for somebody at the front of the line to do something. Mm-hmm. So um, I just asked myself, if I'm really, do I feel like I'm at the front of the line? If I feel like I'm at the front of the line, then I got to do something. Right. Do I, does it matter what the outcome of what it is that mm-hmm. you do? No. What matters is that you take that step yes. to show that you are at the front of the line. And this is what people on the front line should basically be doing. It's, it's amazing that you, you speak like that because it really is about taking a step. And it is not about you don't know what the result of that step may be, Jermaine, you know, but when you wake up, you want to know I did. And that's the key word. I did. I did something that was important to me, important to my family, important to my vision. Because, again, I don't tell people who I vote for. I don't ask my employees to tell me who they are voted for. That's their decision. That doesn't mean they are wrong people. But like you said, nowadays it's so divisive. You know, you know, you're a Republican or you're a Democrat. If you're a Democrat, then you're good. If you're a Republican, you're stupid or you're or you could be considered a redneck or you consider deplorables like they were said a long time ago when when Hillary Clinton was running for presidency. So it really is in the point. But that's why I say music is so emotionally driven, Jermaine. It really yeah. puts you in a way. You know, especially with COVID, clubs being shut down, you know, dance music. Is that is that a record that somebody wants to drop right now? Something that can get you bouncing? Or do you stay with this, you know, this this slow motion music of saying a change is about to come, you know, doing Sam Cooke, doing a Marvin Gaye? What is that? What is that beat right now? Because you're in studio with two very talented guys, Justin Timberlake and Anthony Hamilton, two guys who are just very different. That's what, that's what speaks to your genius, but have a, a voice that is very recognizable in this industry. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the beat, the beat is what you, what the beat is always what you want it to be. Yes, sir. You, you pay attention to what's going on just because 
of what's going on just so you could be that person to know what's going on. But you, you, as you, as the driver of the ship, you have to dictate what, what it is that people go to next, mm-hmm. hopefully. Um, and you got to put your all and your belief into that movement so that people pay attention to the belief. Like that's one thing that I think people don't understand. People pay attention more to belief than they pay attention to the actual action. Right. If you believe in your action, mm-hmm. that's the one thing that people believe in. That's what people pay attention to. I'm sorry. They pay attention to the belief. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like every time I put out an artist, whether it's been crisscross, the brat, escape, jagged edge, bow out, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. I, I think people pay attention to my belief. Mm-hmm. They paying attention to the way that I believe that these artists are going to achieve or, or they're going to succeed. Um, people might not be paying attention to the talent. So they believe that, Jermaine believes in this artist really, really, he really Mm -hmm. believes in these kids. Mm -hmm. He really believes that they're going to be something. And people pay attention to that. Once you pay attention to the belief, once you get people paying attention to the belief, that's, that's what it is. So as far as steering the beat and what it is, it's really like, you know, I could say this though. I can say that the, the, the industry and I feel like the world for me anyway, Mm -hmm. the world was ready for all of the young artists of the world to step up to the plate and make something, make a soundtrack for this era. Right. That's what I can say. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, you can't be in 2020. Um, you can listen to Sam Cooke and you can listen to Marvin Gaye. Right. But those records weren't made for this time that we're in. Those records was made for a time that we don't live in. Mm-hmm. You, you can't be scared to make music for this time that we're in. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's sad that it sounds like, it is made for this time. You know, it sounds like, you know, that's the sad part about it. Like I said, repeating history. Like I said, you know, yeah, like, yeah, totally. like, like I said, totally. mother, mother, there are far too many of you crying. Brother, yeah. brother, there are far too many of you dying. That's Marvin Gaye's yeah. track. And that's his yeah. lyric. But when you look at what you do, you know, you're a songwriter. Remember the Songwriter Hall of Fame. And in, in, in my world, they say that's mailbox money. When mailbox money means that the checks come while you're sleeping, if I'm not mistaken. Now COVID hit, live events shut down. How does that affect your career and the industry that you're in when COVID hit? They say you have to shut down. Then they say it's opening back up. Now it's shutting back I mean, down I, again. Well, you just spoke You just spoke about it. And you're actually one of the first people I've actually heard say that. You know, um, COVID hit and that's where the attention went. The, mm-hmm. the attention went straight to my mailbox right. because that that's what I am. I'm a songwriter that's written songs that s- goes to the mailbox and picks up <laughs> that, 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 that mailbox check every, every month or every, whatever it comes, you know, you mm-hmm. don't know, you know, I, you don't know how frequent it is, but if you write enough records and you write mm-hmm. enough hit records, mm-hmm. um, that check is, is that check is definitely there. And it's mm-hmm. another one that comes, right after that. And it's another one that comes right after that. And mm-hmm. I think for the first time in my career, this is the first time that I actually paid attention to that because I always was getting money so many multiple places. Right. right? Multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. I paid attention to it, but I mean, now it's like, that's the focus. The focus is, the focus of my life is the mailbox. And mm-hmm. the focus of my life is to create more music that I could put out in the world so that I can continue to keep walking to the mailbox. That's part of your legacy. You know, that's, that, like you said, that mailbox money is uh, is something that black people aren't aware of, you know, because we are, I was, Steve Harvey and I were sitting around, we still call ourselves working wealthy. As long as we hit the stage, as long as we do a concert, as long as we're on this TV show, we're wealthy. 
because physically we're doing the job. But there are some advantages that you have. You have a skill set, Jermaine, where you are out there taking those God gift, those godly talents and writing music and producing. And how did that become such a gift for you? Because just dropping dimes down on young people out there who need to know, who want to be their version of Jermaine Dupree. What is it? Is it, is it, is it is getting connected? Is it relationships? Or what is it that makes Jermaine Dupree, Jermaine Dupree? Um, understanding, I think, you know, I, 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 I like I said, I, I called a bunch of people today. Mm-hmm. A lot of things going on in the industry today that I don't, that I don't like, nor do I understand why it's happening. Right. And I called a couple of my friends at different labels to ask them questions about why I see these things happening. Mm-hmm. And, um, I told them that I'm in school. Basically mm-hmm. I told them, Hey, I'm, 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 I'm at home and I'm doing homeschool right. and I need answers. And they thought it was a joke. You know, people mm-hmm. laughing, but I'm honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest about it because I, I, you know, I'm, we're in an era where the young people believe they know exactly what's going on and they use the old people to get what they want, but they don't believe the old people know what they're talking about. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's the era that we in, but mm-hmm. then, the young people's results ain't nothing like the older people's results. Right. And they need to get to, and the, and the older people, mm-hmm. and the older people are too scared to say something to the young people because it's going to make them look like they old. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're scared to say something to the young people because they don't want the young people to feel on their bad side. They want to stay on the good side of the young people. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, in, I'm studying this. I'm watching. And that's basically what I've done my whole career. I just study. I mm-hmm. watch, I study, I watch, mm-hmm. I learn, I ask questions and I, and I, and I want to, I just want to see what, what, like, you know, let me hear your answer. Let right. me hear your answer. And right. I take each one of these answers and I come up with my own answer. You know, what I makes think, you, what makes you special, Jermaine, hopefully you don't mind me complimenting you that you're authentic. Okay. And you're topical. See, when you're authentic and you're topical, age doesn't matter. And you don't have to play that game that I'm younger than what I am because you're authentic and people come to tap me in a, and the relevancy of being topical is very important because it means, you know, what's going on today. You know, I mean, you know, with me, not to cut you off, I, I think with me, the difference with the whole relevancy and young and all of that is that when I started in this business, nobody wanted to talk to me because I was so young. Right. right? <laughs> yes. I started, when I started in this business, people thought I was crazy because mm-hmm. I was so young. Mm-hmm. So as moving forward, I don't ever feel like I'm old. Mm-hmm. I don't ever feel mm-hmm. like, I definitely don't feel like it's a younger person smarter than me. Right. Because, right. Mm-hmm. because I, you know, I had to go through, I had to go through so much as a younger person to get older people to even have a conversation with me. Right. 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 So therefore, I listen to younger people because they have great ideas. And young people, they have amazing ideas. But the execution of them ideas, when you're young, you don't know how to do it. I mean, me as one, I was, I was, I had TLC and Crisscross at the same time. And I was young enough to have the artist, mm-hmm. but I was too young to know what to do with both of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and believe me, you know, I wasn't calling you old. I was, I was just no, 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 about, no, 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 I know, I know, I'm saying, I'm glad you said it because like, I don't, I never feel like that anyway. Those, yeah. those things don't even mm-hmm. like, 
I think people think I think about it, right. but I don't no, because you, you, I always I, I don't think people understand where I came from. When I first made Crisscross, I was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a 17 year old kid to produce a whole album on mm-hmm. some kids that weren't even teenagers was the most unheard of thing in the music business ever at the time when I did it. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't get nobody that was at the front of that line to even have a conversation with me. We just, I had to find people that would, I had to find somebody that believed, like I said, that believed in my belief. Right. Put crisscross out. But the other people at the front of the line, they didn't, they didn't believe in what I was looking at. You know, this is what I love about what, when our conversation that we have it, sustainability, a sustaining sound. You know, and when I say that, when I, when I listen to, if you listen to just, just when you said crisscross, jump, jump came into my head. That beat still, Moves me. Still feel comfortable. Doesn't feel dated. The sounds of TLC does not feel dated. Feels like it comes on the radio. Go that moves me. That that has to be very proud a moment of you that your music is has a, a stands the time. You know because we all know, man. When when you like I say, I mentioned a, a Sam Cooke song. That song will twenty years from now we're gonna want to hear that song. Hundred years from now. So when you look at your music, you know. How do you, doesn't that give you comfort to know that your, your music is still on the radio 20 years old? That it still has relevancy, it still moves people, people still get excited, and the new generation gets excited about it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely, um, it gives you confidence, but it also gives me a headache because I'm kind of, <laughs> you also sitting here, you like, I, I, don't, I don't know how I did it. Yes. You know, I, yes. Don't, I don't I don't know how I achieved that with multiple artists, mm-hmm. but I know it is something that I have to learn and figure out in order right. to keep going. Right. So it's a good headache. Oh, that's a good <laughs> headache, Mr. Mailbox, Mr. Mailbox. But let's talk about two artists, Justin Timberlake <laughs> and Anthony Hamilton. That's a headache. They're two different talents. How do you yeah. work with two different talents like that? Well, Anthony Hamilton, I signed him from the from the beginning. And I don't think people a lot of people don't know that. I signed Anthony Hamilton. From the first time that y'all heard Anthony Hamilton, he came through so so death. And um, I'm a fan, you know. I'm a, I'm a fan of Anthony Hamilton's music. I know exactly who he is mm-hmm. as an artist, mm-hmm. and I understand that the most valuable piece in the Anthony Hamilton puzzle is his voice. Yes, and to make sure that people hear his voice. Um, the way I heard his voice and mm-hmm. they continue to hear his voice the way I heard it is the key. If I do anything else outside of that, I'm, 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 I'm killing myself. So it's actually easy because all you got to do is make amazing songs and let him sing them. Right. Um, <laughs> the, the hard part is to get him to like the songs or get him to write the songs. Right. Mm-hmm. Once you make a, once you make amazing songs, mm-hmm. the Anthony Hamilton puzzle is a pretty easy puzzle to put together. And Justin Timberlake. Justin is is a little bit more <laughs> is a little bit more difficult. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't sign him, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he's not my artist. And you have to become telepathical in a way to try to figure out if you're making what that person wants. And he told me what he wants, and you got to try to go in the studio and try to create that. And he, you know, he'll give you a head nod. He might not. Some things might not work. Um, but, um, that's a little bit more difficult. It's a much more challenging situation because he has other producers and you got to kind of fit into that bag. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's more like a, 
that's not as easy as Anthony Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's not as easy because people pay attention to it. Like you, you, you said it. I'm, I'm not telling a lot of people that I'm working on Justin's album because it's pressure. If it don't work, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, people gonna be like, "Oh, Jermaine, you messed up Justin's album, or you messed Justin Timberlake up." <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't say that, Jermaine. We won't say yeah. that. Nah, nah that's, like, I mean, I, that's what it is. It's a pressure. So I, I, you know, I try to, I, I just try to, you know. You got to get to know the person, though. That's yes. what it is. You got to mm-hmm. get to know the person. And you got to get to you got to get a trust between the two of you mm-hmm. where he trusts that you're giving him your best and mm-hmm. vice versa. Let's talk about Mr. Mult- you Mr. Multiple Streams of Income. Let's talk about uh, this plant based lifestyle platform that you're tied, you're tied into. 15 years you've been a vegan. I didn't yeah. know that. OK. And, and you're talking to the worst eater in the world. So help me out, Jermaine. Help me. Out. Help a brother out. OK. Uh, called The Beat. Tell us about that. And why were you involved in that? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I've been vegan for 15 years and it's 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 been a it's been a challenge to find places, to find information, mm-hmm. uh, to know in different cities where I should go eat, um, to just continue to educate myself. It's kind of been like, you know, you ask a question, you find somebody else to tell you something and da 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 da. But mm-hmm. there's never been a one standing space for this. And um I was introduced to the beat not too long ago and that and the mindset was to put everything on one site. And if you're vegan and you're into getting vegan or whatever it is, you go ahead and you learn. You can get recipes about eating. You can find you can find places to go eat. In your city, you can hear interviews by people and my friends that I that I interview that have turned vegan. Um, just so much information about being a vegan, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and veganism as a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it felt it felt like the right thing for me to do, right? As to become a partner of this site. My man, I want to appreciate you for coming on my show, Money Making Conversation. Uh, this is my new studio I'm building out. I'm building out a big old video wall behind me here, Jermaine. Yeah, this I see temporary. that. That's nice. It's making, it's, making me, it's making me have to move my screen around. I'm like, damn, we got a great little background. <laughs> but I'm down with Peachtree Corners here in Atlanta. So when it gets better, I want you to come by. Let's sit down, man. Let's talk. I, will, I, got, a, I got a kitchen upstairs, man. We can make some. You can, you can make some vegan dishes for us put it on camera. But more importantly, thank you for taking the time and sharing those gems with my listeners and my viewers on Money Making Conversation. Be careful now, All right. brother. Okay, cool. Oh, man, thank you. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm with Sean McDonald. I'm your host.